Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first official episode of The Porcupine. Uh, I am your host, Adam Nutter. What is up? Uh, real quick plug for myself. Uh, April 8th uh, in Egg Harbor Township in Azeem's Restaurant. I will be doing stand-up there. Uh, tickets are available. Go get them now while you can. Uh, as, but that aside, I am very, very honored again for my first episode of my first guest to be my good friend, Mr. Larry Sharp from the Sharp Way Podcast. Thank you, sir, for coming on once again. I am happy to be here, my friend. I appreciate it. We've uh, we've kind of been on each other's shows a couple times, okay. but now I get to be on your cool solo show. Solo I like that. Show. I know. We can tell Neil to go fuck himself. He's right over there. We can be like, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Hell with that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but again, thank you for having me. And uh, this is uh, so a lot happened since. So very honestly, we recorded an episode of this already. Audio didn't come out great, so this is our redo episode. Um, and a lot happened since literally last week. Uh, we yep. had uh, a shooting in Colorado that was unfortunate. Um, Biden is having his first first press conference as we record this episode. <laughs> There's a lot happening that uh, again since the last uh, that since last time we spoke, but. We'll get all. We'll get to all that. Um, I do want to, again talk about your state right now. Again, New York, um, a place you ran for governor in 2018. I did. 2018. Uh, it is a disaster now. Disaster. I mean, it still is. Our economy is shot. Our people are angry. Our governor is killing old people. Our governor <laughs> is 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 now harass. He's killing the old and harassing the young. I mean, that guy uh, is not playing games. He's, he's just got them all. fucking he's up on all ends of the all. But we the are trying now. Where it looks like we might this time after what four years, five years, whatever it is, we might actually follow New Jersey and try somehow to legalize cannabis. That might actually happen. Yeah, now it's medically legal there because right? I know some friends of mine from back. Not uh, really though. I mean, it is, but it's not right. I mean, the, the, they make it so hard to get. Oh, okay. They make it so expensive. That people who actually need it just get in the black market anyway. There's literally an app in New York City that you press, and a guy with a bike comes <laughs> by and gives you weed. I it's, mean, so why would you go get it? That's just... like half baked. That's like the it's like it's like the original half baked uh, plot. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Smiley. That's real. <laughs> like that's a real thing now. Wow, so, that's wild. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I had no like a two or three people back in New York who have medical cards, and I, I didn't realize it was like because they didn't say it was hard to get. Because in PA, you know where I live now, it was pretty easy. Like, I just walked in. I was like, I have brain trauma. And they're like, all right, which I do. <laughs> so yes. then I wasn't lying. But it's like, it was like that. I just showed them my paperwork. And they were, that was it. They were like, approved, stamp. And I was on <laughs> yes. my way. Uh, so in New no, York, no, it's, like, it's, like, it's, just, is... it's like a lot of loops, a lot of doctors, I'm no, assuming. No, no, no. It, what it means is there isn't there aren't that many dispensaries. So they get a card, and then there's like one or two dispensaries in their area if they're lucky, if there's even one in their area. I think New York City only has two dispensaries in the entire city. What? It's something like that. It's very low. I don't know. Maybe it's not two, but it's but very low. But all five boroughs, there's only two. There's, it's very low. Holy. So it's something like that. There, there should be like a thousand, right? I yeah. mean, there should be a lot. It's nowhere. It's, oh. it's less than five. Okay, so I'll throw a little uh, PA uh, knowledge on you for the weed stuff out here. So- we have a problem with like okay, so I live in Newtown, Bucks County. There's nothing in Newtown because like they won't. They're trying to like veto it because like it's yep. whole, it's, it's wholesome. It's like it's shut up. Like you know you, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so there's nothing by me. So I have to go to like uh, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from me. It's still Bucks County, but like uh, the other problem is so that's one problem. The second problem is that PA is very stingy with giving out grow licenses. Yes. Not even dispensary licenses, just the grow licenses. So what you have is this problem that we're seeing. The problem you're seeing is like uh, it costs, I think, like 50 grand just to apply. Of course. And now here's the catch on that, too. That doesn't guarantee you a license. You still nope. might not get it. That's just the state going, thanks for 50 grand. This means nothing, though, just so you know. Now, if we approve you, I think it's like another 150 or 500 or something like a crazy number. They just, create that yeah. always to ensure that they will tell you it's safety. That's what licensing is always supposedly right. about. But licensing right. is never, never about safety. Licensing is always about New York State's plan. I don't know if you love this one. Our plan in New York State is to create a five-person, I'm not joking, cannabis control board. I hate government. 
Yes, that is <laughs> I the goal. Really do because we, you know, we have to. What would happen with, with cannabis if we didn't have a five-person cannabis control board? The, I it, mean, people might smoke it or something. I know it's, I like mean, the, it's crazy. The biggest hypocrisy is like everyone talk, like everyone in government talking about the cannabis control board smokes weed or smokes weed. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just this fake. Like it's a real, it's real theater. It no, really I'm, is I'm theater. Go worse. They don't. They snort Adderall. Which is worse? For yes, sure. that's correct. <laughs> for sure, yes. worse. <laughs> they actually don't. They actually don't smoke weed. They actually have more rich. They have they have wealthier people drugs. They're snorting yeah. cocaine or Adderall. I uh I I always so I I, I smoke weed uh, and uh occasionally I'll, I'll I'll take the occasional mushroom. I'll do mm-hmm. like, do listen and jacks and stuff like that. And this is my favorite person. I love talking to, uh, the, my favorite hypocrite is a friend of mine. Father, uh, they were a cop for like a long time. And uh, he is older now, but severely out of shape. And like, you know, and he's like, oh, weed's like, you know, evil. And we used to always arrest people for weed. As he, not kidding, is way overweight, has diabetes, is drinking scotch, and is eating a plate of macaroni and cheese. And I'm like, that's fine though, right? (laughs) Right, yes. But I'm 160 pounds, but that's fine. Like that's right. fine. You're you're doing all those vices, which are by the way medically, like proven to be worse than like weeds. Not even, not even close. Yes, like, not even close. If, that's the other weird. That's the other not weird thing. That's the other uh, annoying part about weed is like since it's still a Schedule One drug federally, yep. so people can't even medically do tests on it because they're not allowed to. You have to be you have to be like specially licensed to, again to tr- do test. It's like of course you do. Of you course know? you do. <laughs> yes. Look, what you always have to remember is. Government is very much like the mob. It's yeah. very much it's they're very close. The facade is very different, right? The mob will just say, Hey, did your capo say you could do this? That's what the mob says. <laughs> right. But what the government says is, Where's your license? But it's the same thing and the same outcome. Well, nothing could fall here. I can't get my beak wet. I- if someone doesn't beaks doesn't <laughs> get wet, then we got a problem. I could actually argue the mob does more good. <laughs> I absolutely could argue the mob, they ran, they kept neighborhoods safe. <laughs> they ran the casinos better than they do now. <laughs> it's all that's, the same. Yes. That's good. Um, but yeah, so, all right. So, so oh, also, uh, my favorite part about the Biden administration that just came out that they are firing staffers for weed smoking. I thought they were putting, like, suspending them or something. Whatever. It's like, it's yes. like, I thought we're really doing that. Like, that, I mean, like, we're just, it's like, oh, then you remember. Kamala who, Harris exactly. ruined people's lives exactly. over this. And then you go, oh, right. Who's their VP? Oh, yeah. yeah. A woman who literally ruined people's lives over weed. It's like, yes. it's like, of course they're doing that. Yes. Yeah. Joe Biden wrote the law and yeah. Kamala enforced it. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, but it, it, it's like, because of course, even I, I will get stuck up. I'll get stuck up in it too for the zeitgeist for a second when you just hear the D in front of the name. And you're like, why do they care about weed? Like, oh, right, because they're assholes too. Like, what am I talking about? And yes. then I like smack myself out of it. Like, oh, yeah, what am I doing? Well, no, no, <laughs> let's go back to what you just said. How do you get cannabis off of Schedule 1? It's grossly simple. The president says so. Of course. That's how you do it. So, right, and Trump could have done it. And that's, that's, that's always what I say to the fucking you. idiots on the fucking my, my, my dumb conservative friends. Obama didn't exactly. do it. And yeah. Obama was talking about how he used to smoke weed as a kid. Well, he used to do coke, right? Yes, he said it. Yeah. So but who hasn't? It. I get it. Bush it my didn't throat. do it. That's why I stopped. And Bush used to do coke, and Bush didn't do it. Clinton didn't do it, and Clinton used to smoke right. weed. Like right. none of them did it. The only person I get who who probably didn't do weed and and wouldn't want it. Okay, Reagan and the first Bush, they were very square. Right. They probably didn't. Right. But once you get past the first Bush, every president has smoked weed. Uh, yeah, ex- exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they, and they, 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 they're doing lines and fucking smoking weed. Who the fuck knows what pills they're taking? I mean, which is way, again, it's chemicals. You're putting straight chemicals into your body, which is way worse than a flower. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, again, I smoke every day, which may not be a great example of maybe I'm not the best example. <laughs> but my point is, <laughs> I'm mildly successful. <laughs> right, so, right. So. And, you're, and you're also not sitting there 400 pounds and uh, eating bowls of mac and cheese. Exactly. Like, yes. I, you know what I made? Before I came here, I made some eggs with some cut up peppers and some long hots. That's a goddamn healthy meal. And there I was smoking go. weed while making it. So, you know what I'm <laughs> uh, all right. So, Cuomo, though, is he. Because the story was hot last week when we talked. It was hot. And now it's like. 
And I told gone. you last week he wasn't going anywhere. Right. No, and I said I, I agree with you. I said, yes. I said he's not. But yes. um I was I, I part of me a small hope is like, well, the sexual stuff at least, because it's the it's the age of that. But then it's like, well, it's their own, so they won't attack it as hard. No, look, <laughs> so what, I, what I tell everybody the same thing is I ran against Cuomo. I watched his machine. I spoke to people who are part of his machine. I spoke to people who are Democrats, and they all fear him. He's a bully. They all fear him. Yes, he's a bully. He's powerful. He is savvy. He is smart. He is all the things that you and – and worth off, worse off – I wouldn't say smart, sorry. He's savvy, and he's ruthless. And when I say ruthless, I, he is like a mob boss. I, I think I told you the story once before. When I was crossing the state, I met many politicians and many people who were you know, in, in office. And one mayor of a city once told me, he said, Larry, Cuomo is like when the, when the henchman becomes the boss. Mm. That's what it's like. And I've told that, that, that analogy to many people and probably a dozen or more who are all you know, in government or around government. And no one disagreed. So his, his own party people fear, fear him is what you're and saying. And that guy yeah. was a Democrat. Right. Correct. That guy was – look, if Republicans hate him, I get it. They're supposed right. to. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're supposed yeah. to. These were Democrats who were like, no, 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 I'm scared of this guy, which is why you notice it finally took – once one person came out, then a bunch of them came out against him. Right. And when they came out against him and he didn't fall and he withstood the massive assault, you know what they did? They shut up because they realized it can't work. That's and now crazy. they're rethinking. Yes, now they're rethinking. They're thinking we've just made him him an enemy, and he doesn't forgive. And, well, they also it's it's, it's, it's it's their own fault. They built him up to be some fucking yes. hero. So it's like you built him up to be the golden calf god, and now oh, it's like oh, he's evil. It's like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was. He was. He was never actually a generous god. Right. He was not one. Right. Yes. Absolutely. No. I mean, when AOC is coming after you and your own party, it's well, not, now they're not quiet for now, right? Because right. they don't know. Then now, this I'm telling you what's happening. Right? They're regrouping. They're saying, "Holy crap, he didn't fall. Now what? He is going to counterattack. He's gonna want to punish us because that's who he is." And now we have to worry. He's going to take away our money, he, which is what he does, right? That's why even the cannabis control board thing, all that points three of them. I'm not joking. Well, you, he you, appoints you, you, you cut off. You people. say Cuomo cut, appoints three out of the five people. Interesting. Yes. So he so he's so in charge he of three. Control all the tax revenue. Right. So he could disappoint three of his boys or girls essentially, and be like, yes. you, "You're just going to do what I want." <laughs> yes. Right, because I have the majority the vote all the time. No, it's it's like that UN yes. thing where it's like it's always the United States and England and like <laughs> like no one else can get in there and and like the Security Council and stuff. So it's kind of like the and same so thing. Yeah. how how do you feel if you're a say Republican or Democrat, you know, county executive, and you've got unfunded mandates you got to pay for, you got people who are in trouble, and now all of a sudden the Biden bucks come down, and who's in charge of that? Well, it's Cuomo. And now the, the cannabis revenue comes out. It's tens of millions, of billions of dollars. Who's in charge of that? Cuomo. And now he says, well, no, I'm not giving your county any of that money. Well, you're in trouble now. Right. Now um, yeah. No, uh, Wolf did that That's here he to some to some places. He threatened to withhold funding some mm -hmm. counties over some bullshit stuff. I forgot exactly. It was like a year ago, so I forgot exactly what. But, yeah, that happens all the time. Which, again, it's like. This is why it, when everything's jumbled together, you you you're able to do that, right? So like that's why that's why like a lot of a lot of Republican states I know folded to the Biden already because and everyone's like, well, why? It's like, well, because he just threatened to withhold millions of dollars of money from them. It, what the Biden fucks? <laughs> so what yes. are you supposed to do? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, they're gonna Uncle fold. Joe's writing checks. Right. What are you gonna do? You got to be good, Uncle. And that's the problem that we have. That's why I'm all about localism, right? The less money that goes to the state capital the less power the state capital has over you. The less money that goes to D.C., the less power D.C. has over you. And that's the entire point I'm trying to make. Localization to the best of our ability means we have the least amount of power over us, right? Someone's always going to have some power over us. That's kind of how it works. That's I get right. it. But I want the least possible. That's what I want. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's a good point because everyone's like uh... – it was like, oh, what were the libertarians? What would they do? Just demol like abolish government if they got into press? It's like, well, no, it would be impossible. 
Like, yes. I, right? It's gonna be impossible. Like, even if a libertarian won presidency, it's not like he would just be like, "All right, great, this is all over now." It's like that's it. Exactly. That can't happen. Like, it was fun, guys. I'm out. <laughs> right? Like, it's not. It's not how it would work. It's just the like, whole point is just to limit it so where it's not affecting everyone so drastically that's the point because i understand you can the only place you can really get rid of government is on a local level really and like a real local level like real local yes. outside of that you really can't get rid of it it's, it's impossible it's just impossible but what we could do is try to limit the effects of it and that's what yes. we try to battle for a hundred percent look we are still on the road to oligarchy or dictatorship. That's the road we're walking down right now. Right. I just want to turn us around and, ha and face freedom. Right. Just face, just be in a direction of freedom. We're literally walking down the road of dictatorship. That's what we're walking, down, or oligarchy, depending on how you want to look at it. But that's what we're walking down the road. Now, some people want to take the socialism route. Some people want to take the fascism route. Some people want to take the strongman route. It doesn't matter. They all go to the same place. They all lead the dictatorship. It doesn't matter which road you take. I mean, some sound nicer. The socialism road sounds the nicest. Like, it's the most beautiful view, right? right? So it looks nice as you're walking and you wait to the gulag. Right? But you're still <laughs> going to a gulag, right. right? So the end game is gulag. The socialist way looks nicer as you walk down this. You get some views. You get some trees. The fastest way doesn't look so good. But it's still going to the same spot. It's all, it's Yeah, it's a bus is going to the same, same place. It is. Absolutely. You're right. It doesn't it really fucking matter. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's scary. Like when you see, like again, uh, uh, after the, the whole GameStop thing and the whole Wall Street thing and the Reddit bets, yep. and, uh, the Reddit bet, yeah, and the not Reddit bets, uh, and the Reddit, thank, Wall Street bets. Thank you. Um, and all that. It's and how you just saw people being like, "Oh, we're actually gonna fuck them," and they were like, "Actually, yep. you're not." You're not. No. <laughs> and I told everybody this when it first happened, and nobody believed me. I said, whatever they're doing, it doesn't matter. Right. You will find within three months it will be illegal. Right. And, Guaranteed. And, it doesn't uh, matter what it is. I, I missed out on the GameStop spike. I made out on the AMC hit a little bit. I made a few hundred off that. But uh, mm -hmm. it, it was really – it's really crazy when you just saw, like, them literally in real time just – I mean, there's no other way to say it besides, like, you guys can't. You guys can't win. That's how they. That yes. was pretty much. And there's really no other way to say it because that's what happened. Yes. Like that's exactly which is, what happened. Which is, they were like, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, we yes. do that. <laughs> that, that. That's what. Yes. <laughs> it's wild yes. when you think about it. Yeah. Because that's wait, wait, all wait. it was. You don't get to game the system. Right. We right. get to game, game the system. system. Right. <laughs> exactly. You don't get to do that. No, but this is why I've said more than once. All, all of the the entire stock market, it is a casino. Yeah, and I'm not mad about that. What I'm mad about is we pretend that it's not. Well, I, I just think, accept it's a casino. I, if I, you're really good at this, then it's like going to play blackjack or poker. You have a good chance of winning. You know right. who you're talking to, whatever. If you don't know what you're doing, then it's basically slots, right, or, or roulette. So, uh, but right. it's still a casino. I, well, here's the thing. I think like people like you and I know that, and like I, I I'm in the stock game. Like I have stocks and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I but know, you're thinking, so you're playing poker that's what I'm saying. or you're playing blackjack. I'm, you're not playing also, for that. Exactly. I'm also a gambler. So like so I am a <laughs> I am in the casinos playing blackjack and poker and shit. Absolutely. So like I get it. But but I hate when you talk to like Wall Street people and like, it's not a casino, it's like real. I go, no, it's not. Shut up. It's not <laughs> yes. real. This isn't real. Like stop Absolutely. acting like what you do is real. It's not. Yep. You it's just made it more so than I did. Like that's it. Yep. Like you maybe you you took some classes. You you talked to some people who know what they're talking about more than I do. You you maybe took your series seven and all that shit. That's it. But it's a fucking casino. Stop acting and they like it's wear fucking really not. nice suits too. Right. I mean, yeah, they do wear right. nice suits. You know what? I'll, I'll wear my fucking. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> what I'm wearing right now. I'll wear this jean jacket and my Mises caucus shirt. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, rock, I'll, I'll still rock my fucking Tesla stock. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think you're totally right. And what I've been saying is if they really want to make it fair, then they should – the SEC should not be running this. The SEC is the Praetorian guard for the elite, right? They're right. not actually helping anybody except the elites. Instead, run, right. it, run it by a gaming commission. I'm serious. Oh, I totally agree run with it. you. Be run it's by a gaming commission. And is it be fair? And at least you know what would have to happen? You have to actually have some data with actuaries who would show your actual odds of victory. Right, because just the like you do in a casino. Where they have to show slot machine payouts and all that shit. That's right, correct. You have to. 
So you, you would show what are the odds of you winning. Now, obviously, the, in, in games like, as you know, games like blackjack and poker, your odds are increased by your skill set, right? Still a chance you get screwed, but the odds increase right. by your skill set. And the same thing when it comes to stocks. You still might get screwed, but the odds right. are increased by your skill set. Right. So why not just be honest and say the odds of you winning are X. Here's our data from the past five years as an example. But if you're a skilled investor, the odds go up. If you're not, the odds go down. But here's the baseline right here. At least now I get it. Would I want to put my mortgage in a casino? Most people would say no. But if you want to put your mortgage in a casino, go ahead. It's your mortgage. Right. But most would not do no, exactly. And that's why also it's very it's very interesting when you talk about the crypto stuff and how that's very, you know, every and this is very interesting to me. And this is how you could just label a statist is like if they're anti-crypto, you go, ah, ah, <laughs> yes. Yes. ah, ah yes. I know you. I fucking yes. know you. All your yes. shits and fucking bullshit money. <laughs> I see yes. you don't want it to go away because it will fuck you. I get it. Nope. Yes. No. Nope. It's and it's like Peter Peter Schiff, right? He's a big anti uh, Bitcoin guy, and it's like, yeah, because all of you are so invested into old school money and old yeah. school stock market. That's a threat. That's the same thing. Uh, that's that's how that's why weed's illegal, by the way. It's a, a William Randolph yes. Hearst. He was a paper tycoon, and hemp was cheap and easy to make. And he's like, yep. well, it's really expensive for me to switch all my paper factories to hemp factories. So, uh, if you smoke weed, it makes blacks and Mexicans rape women. There and we go. Like, that's that and works. They were like, we gotta make this legal. That's why <laughs> weed's illegal. That's true. That that's of the course. origin of why weed's illegal. And it's the of same course. thing with the uh, Bitcoin. Except not to that extreme, but it's like, you know, um Yeah, I don't think Bitcoin makes black no, and Mexican no, 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 rape people. I don't think it does. No, no, no. I don't think it does. But it's the same thing. I hope like, not at least. <laughs> I mean, I have it and so far I can assure you I've raped zero people. So Me too. Me great. too. So I'm we're, just we're crushing that. <laughs> so I we're good so far. All right. <laughs> but it's that's the same, it's that's the same thing our, of our like, paper. oh, this is a threat to my to my function. This is a threat to my money. So I'm gonna just throw all my eggs into that it's evil basket and you guys are stupid for doing it. So they'll yep. try to make you feel like an idiot for it, but they're like, it's nothing. And they're like, well, yeah, but you have nothing either. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's their defense. It's like, well, there's gold. They go, gold's nothing either because, like, we don't have gold. I always tell this story. I'm sure you know this. In the 70s, Congress demanded an audit for Fort Knox. And then mm -hmm. they and then the, and they and they said no. <laughs> yeah. They just told Congress no. And then they still forced it. So they're like, fine. We'll let you in, but we're only going to show you what we want to show you, and you have to leave. You can't sh leave. Sir. And they filmed it, and they walked in. They opened up, I'm not kidding, like a door, and they're like, look, there's gold here. And they shut the door, and they're like, we see more. They're like, nope, and they and they pushed them out. <laughs> that really happened. You can look this up. Like, this is on YouTube somewhere probably. It's, it was the 70s. There's no gold in that place. <laughs> like, there's probably this much fucking an ounce of gold. No, or not. gold is actually in New York City. Right, yeah. The gold's actually in New York right. City. It's it is. In, the gold's in, actually in New York City. Right. It's, it's mostly there. But, but it like, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant because our money isn't backed by gold. Exactly. It's backed so by nothing. So who cares? <laughs> it sounds nice. I mean, right. I like that it's there. It, does, it feels good. But our, our, our money is backed by Marines and submarines and <laughs> yeah. bombs. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. what our money's backed by, right? Yeah. And our, our, our nuclear weapons, our nuclear umbrellas, you know, safety shield, right? Oh, Germany, you don't want to have to spend billions on nuclear weapons. Japan, you don't. We got Then it. let's make sure that our dollar stays the same, right? Let's make sure our dollar is valuable. Right. And, and the, we'll and, keep protecting you. And the excuse we use is like, oh, we want them to act up again. Like, yeah, they're going to act up again. Shut the fuck up. Like, we're so <laughs> fucking stupid that we think Japan's going to be like, Quick, they're not looking. Hit, hit for Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> like, Take the Philippines, quick. <laughs> like, quick. Like, they're doing light years better than us. <laughs> like, why yes. would they, you know, it, it's just an excuse. Um, And just like uh, my producer over here, Jesse, says, he's like, uh, yeah, the mon money is backed by nothing. And it's just a barter system. Like, it, we, it just comes down to well, we could use anything, human beings, as a barter system. So it doesn't really matter if anything's backed by anything. It just comes down to what we find valuable as a species. So like no the, the the reality of it is and I and I when I talked about cryptocurrency when people don't understand what it is right what's Bitcoin I don't get Bitcoin I will often go back to say when you were a kid 
did you like something like did you like comic books did you like um baseball cards did you like uh you know did you like pokemon cards did you like something when you were a kid and most people go yeah i used to like this thing okay great when i was a kid i liked comic books that was my thing and i would swap and trade comic books all the time and i would decide you know whatever my iron man is worth two of your hulks or whatever right. and we go back and forth and we would decide that each one has value and the value was based upon what you cared about if you didn't like Iron Man, you didn't think that that was valuable. If you liked the Hulk, you thought that was more valuable. And we agreed upon a trade. Right. And done. That's what Bitcoin is. Do we agree that there's a value to it? There is? Then there we go. Let's make that swap. Right. And people say, well, that sounds crazy. Just an agreement. That's also our dollar. <laughs> it really is. It's the same fucking thing. Right. It's like the dollar I has deem, value right. because we agree it has value. You go, I deem this $100 to be $100 because we deem it to be a hundred dollars. That's literally the only reason. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's no different than us saying, you know, my Hulk number one is worth a thousand bucks or whatever it is. I have no idea what that's worth now, but whatever. Same well, thing. Hulk 181 is worth a lot of money. It's the first appearance of Wolverine, but that's nerd shit. We'll talk about that later. But uh... <laughs> there we go. So my Hulk 181 is valuable. But again, if you took the actual value of the paper in that mat, in that, in that mag, Two cents. it's worth what? <laughs> Two cents maybe? Yeah. But we decide that that right. Hulk 181 is now worth something. So there we go. Right. And and that's why, you know, I, I, I was lucky I got into Bitcoin. Like I said, I bought Bitcoin. I bought one Bitcoin when it was $1,100. And I was like, this is a lot of money <laughs> for something that is, might be nothing. <laughs> you know, and yep. now it fucking worked out for me. But yep, like absolutely. at the time, I was like, "Fuck it!" I was like broke at the time too. It was just so stupid to me. But I guess not. I guess I mean, it no, was I'm disappointed. Me, but I mean, people were trying to get me into Bitcoin when it was like two hundred bucks. No, how dumb. How and weird. I was like, ah, and then my wife was like, "That's stupid," and blah blah blah. And everybody was fighting me, so I didn't do it. I didn't get to Bitcoin until it was four figures, like you. I got into it earlier. But it was four figures before I got into it. Yeah. I wish I got into it way earlier. I wish I did. I could have got into people talking. I remember it was like 200 bucks for like a, or something like that for Bitcoin. And I was like, that's uh, forget it. Whatever. It can't go up that much. That's what I thought. Wow. <laughs> right. How wrong was I? Well, um, I was also in my 20s, like my early. And I was, I was fucking, I was essentially a dumb person in my 20s. I was essentially just a person. You mean you were like everybody? With the, no, I'm even dumber. I, I essentially oh, had the smoothest okay. of brains. <laughs> In my twenties, easily. So like everything I thought was, I, I if I thought it was stupid, I gave it no. I was like, it's stupid. I gave it no thought of creed. Immediately shut it off, and I was like, fuck, it's fucking stupid. It's not even real money again. Once I hit like twenty eight, twenty nine, I started really opening my brain up, doing my mushrooms, uh, but I really started opening my brain up more. And I definitely started getting a little more wiser and stuff. And then that's when I was like, you know what? Why do I stop being so close minded to shit? <laughs> it's like what? Like look into what the fuck Bitcoin is. Like like read into mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and then that's when you know you open up more, and that's hopefully shit works out for you a little more. But you gotta remember some. You still have a huge chunk of Americans who think all all brick. Am I saying his name right? All brick, the guy who who started Silk Road. Oh, um, uh, Ross, Ross Albrecht. It's Albrecht. Thank Albrecht. you. Yes. Yeah, U L B R I C H T. Yeah. So um, who think? His sentence of two life sentences plus what twenty years, whatever it is, totally fine. A lot of Americans like, yes, that's exactly and, the right answer. Both, they don't realize both sides that, too. Democrats yes. and Republicans are both like, yeah, he it's like he deserve he deserves it because there yes. are people who actually have killed people and they're walking around. Correct. But he does, but and, and we I know we talked about this before, but like he, for anyone who doesn't know, Ross Ulbricht, he made the Silk Road and the Dark Web, which was essentially mm -hmm. just. Uh, a black market to do. Uh, it was you want. Amazon on the dark red. Right, and yep. it's very important to, to make this distinction. He never sold drugs. Correct. <laughs> he Correct. wasn't actually selling anything. He Correct. just made an avenue, and then the FBI said, "We're gonna skull fuck you, yes, as hard as we can, and make an example out of you." And well, they you, held you his ears and something. did it. His his crime. Was sacrilege. Yeah, you went against the his system. crime was sacrilege. He went against the the religion. He went against the mob. He went against you know the mafia. He went against the pope. You can't do that. That's the worst crime of them all. If you murder but still respect the pope, that's fine. You respect the pope, right? But when you disrespect the pope, that's it. You got to be excommunicated.
That's what his crime was. It's and I, you know, it's, just, it's just it's just it's just wild how so many so many people could be actively for supporting a young twenty seven year old man whose life is gone. Yes, it's gone. It's yeah. gone. Even if he got out tomorrow, he spent so much time in jail already. His life's go over. Well, no, no, he's hardcore. They, he, if he actually got out tomorrow, if we actually had a president who understood the value of someone like him, they would immediately pardon him. And once you pardon him and get him out, you know the amount of people who will be on top of him to help oh, the that's next true. thing? Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. That's true, that's no. True. He would be a libertarian hero. Oh, yeah, he is um, already. <laughs> he is already. Yes. Him, I mean, it, it's him and Killdozer and Ron Paul. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Snowden. <laughs> who? Snowden too. Oh, Snowden, yeah. See, yeah, Snowden too. Yes. Snowden too. They're on the Russian so, yes. war of libertarian heroes. <laughs> yes. So I mean, if you if if Snowden comes back now, if they would have pardoned him, um, he'd be able to do whatever he wants. He'd, oh, well, he'd we, be a we, hero. we know the Biden administration ain't pardoning him because uh, they no were the Obama administration and yep. they, they, they they went after him. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they were the ones who went after yes. him, so they ain't gonna pardon him. Yep. Again, and again, same thing with Trump. It's like, hey man, where were you? Yes. Absolutely. Where were you? Yeah. Where was your bastion of freedom, dickhead? You know, it's like this was my entire point of last right. year's election. <clears throat> Some people were so mad at me because I wouldn't either go Trump evil or Trump's great. I would not make any comment. Just whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Right. I, I voted for Joe Jorgensen. Same. Not because I thought she was going to win, or not because she was a good candidate. She same. Was a terrible candidate. No, we were. But I still voted for her anyway because <laughs> yeah. because I was hoping for a future. Right. I was hoping that if we had. Obviously, I was wrong, but I was hoping that if we had enough people voting for Jorgensen, that that amount of impact, if we if we actually were to get three, four, five percent of the vote, that our message would be heard better in the future. That was my hope for voting for her. And it clearly didn't work. Right. But people said, well, what about the idea that, you know, if you lean right, Trump, he's better than Biden. If you're lean left, Biden is better than Trump. And my point is, it doesn't matter. The things that matter to me most in my life aren't going to change under either of them. True. And whatever happens four years later, that'll probably go back. So if Biden wins, then the Republicans win next. If Republicans win again, then the Biden won after that. It doesn't really matter. Remember something. From Bush, we got Obama. Obama got us Trump. Trump got us Biden. Yeah. Where's the win? I don't see the win. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I, um. I do want to talk about that because uh, it's about libertarian issues and the two A's now in the news again because of that unfortunate uh, shooting in Boulder. Uh, and I just – two things I noticed right away. Before an ounce of information came out about this guy. Turns out he was a Syrian nationalist, right, I believe? He was, just, he, he was actually – he came from Syria. He was like two years old. Okay. He was a kid when he came. So he was American, but he okay. was he's Syrian. His okay. family's Syrian. Okay, so he was Syrian though. Not not a white yeah. dude, my point. Well, my point is well, when we bomb them, they're brown. That yes. When they shoot us, they're white. That's what I was gonna say. That's th how that works. Th this is this is what I found very interesting about this whole thing. So before an ounce of information came out, all he saw was a helicopter footage of, of cops dragging this guy out and Twitter, all the blue check marks. If this was a black guy, but the white guy, and I was like, that guy doesn't look super white. <laughs> I was like, can we, <laughs> can, we, can we get a fucking second of information out, right? That was the first yes. thing I noticed. The second thing I noticed was the immediate, like, gun grab, right, for the government. Of course. About the now, I want to address the first thing real quick. Once it came out that he was a Sy Syrian, well, that agenda real dropped pretty quick about the whole white guy shooting up places agenda. And then, it, by the way, it fell off Twitter. No, it came back. Now people are talking about he's white still. That How? that went away and came back. How? Well, he's not a black guy, so he's a white guy. Yeah, this is like the George Zimmerman thing. I was like, he's a fucking not white either. He doesn't have a white no, guy no, no. name. <laughs> he doesn't have a white guy name. That's true. But Zimmerman's Hispanic. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Like he's an asshole. <laughs> that, like, that's why true. are we getting lumped in with this fucking dickhead? Uh, we do enough <laughs> shitty stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to be lumped in with all the shitty stuff. Like, let us have our own shitty stuff. Other people could do shitty stuff. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Let's, so this... let's be equal opportunity shitty stuff, people. I agree. Yes. But I was. Could this be a whole thing where this guy was pissed that his home country got bombed again? And was this, this, No could... one's even bringing that up. That's I agree. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. that could – by the way, I'm not saying that's what it is because I don't, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I have no idea. I'm saying, though – 
that sounds like a fucking thing that's happened before in England and stuff. No, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. He's lonely. The same thing you see in all these shooters. You know what? You know what they don't have? A girlfriend. That's what none of them have is a goddamn girlfriend. True. They're well, they lonely. Look like that dude. What's doesn't matter what you like. There's guys who look far worse than him who can get laid. Yeah, it's right? true. That it blows my fucking point. mind. That isn't my point. That's the point at all. The the point is not how he looks. The point is how he feels about himself. People, women, men, whether you're gay, straight, whether you want multiple women or multiple, whatever you are, true. people are attracted to confidence. True. That's what people are attracted to, period. Whatever is your thing, wherever you want to go, no matter what touch of that. The the problem we have is literally incels. That's a problem. Yeah. And that was exacerbated by these stupid COVID government lockdowns. Yeah. Oh, so now sure. you have someone who has no purpose, who has no community, who is lonely, sitting at home online all day, hearing exactly whatever they want to hear in some echo chamber, and then deciding, I'm going to go out and kill people. That was right. the guy in Atlanta. Right. That was the guy in in, Calif in, in Colorado. I'm sorry, Georgia and in Colorado. Right. They're the same guy. It's, They're the same, same guy. Right. The other They're guy was a religious fucking freak, the white dude. Who right. doesn't have a purpose and doesn't have a girlfriend. Here's what I guarantee you. If either of those guys had good jobs and or and or girlfriends, neither one of those guys shoots anybody. Period. For sure. Done. It's that simple. That's the problem. But we don't want to touch that problem. We want to blame the gun. We want to ban assault weapons. By the way, no assault rifle was used in either of those shootings. Of course. Pistols only. Of course. Pistols only. Of course. So the assault rifle, whatever the thing is banned, doesn't affect this anyway. Of course. It's irrelevant. It's, a, it's, all, it's always a push to get the gun. That's yes. all it is. It's always a push. And it's like, I'm for, like, like I mean, uh, we all, uh, well, I'll say it because I know you love everybody. Fucking, I hate Nick Sarwak. So he's always like, fucking, <laughs> he's always like, by the way, can we talk about that fucking little slimy fucking, he lost the New Hampshire treasurer vote to no one. I know. And then got and then got cheered and they cheered when he lost. I just want to throw it out there, uh, but that's what you get when you're a fucking. I don't, little... I don't hate on Nick. I know. I know you don't. Hate on Nick. I do. I don't hate on Nick. <laughs> I don't hate no, on he Nick. deserves it because he attacks us all the fucking time. He deserves it with what he fuck. He starts it. We how many times have everyone's like, "Yo, let stop attacking Nick, stop attacking Nick," and then Nick will come out and be like, "A certain group of caucus of people," and it's like, <laughs> "All right, well now we're gonna fucking slam you, you fucking asshole." It's like he deserves it. He did, we we let, Dave Smith many times has 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 been like, "Stop trashing Nick," and then we're like, "All right," and then he comes out and says something else, <laughs> and we're like, "Well, we can't," <laughs> you know, and like, no, no, look, I, I I hear you, and there is a desperation, and you know, this is this is a we as a as a party have fallen into a bad place, yeah, no, and if you look at where we were last year, and and people don't understand what I think is it, the answer in my view is actually grossly simple. Last year, we started to have a left-right fracture. Yeah. Harder than we've ever had. Big. So the left part of the party and the right part of the party wouldn't vote for each other to talk to each other. Yeah. So you got one guy on the left, one guy on the right. They won't vote for each other, not realizing that in our party, coalition building is how it works. Literally how it works. Yeah, I know. I, I almost beat Bill Weldon in 2016 by building a coalition. Yeah. That's why I lost my 31 votes. Not that I'm counting. I'm not counting. <laughs> Adam, you're counting. Stop. Anyway, so so uh, I lost no my 31 votes. But who's counting? Um, but anyway, um, and I but I almost beat a, a, you know a, a former governor. Yeah. Because I built a coalition. We didn't do that. What does that mean? We got our second choice. We got everybody's second choice, which was Joe Jorgensen. Right. That's why we got her because the two first choices wouldn't would fought I each know. other and simply wouldn't agree. Now, when you, why did it happen? Here's one of the reasons why that happens. It's because the party tends to be anti-establishment. So whoever's in power tends to be the opposite of what we're against, what, we're, what, what we stand for. Right, right. Trump was president. The right was in charge. The party began to lean left and right. people saw it. And the right people got mad. Thought, oh, my God, the commies are taking over. They weren't taking over. How do you know that? <laughs> right. They're not recruiting very well now. Right. They were never taking over. That was right. an irrational fear because the party was moving left because Trump was president. Now it's going now, the other way. 
now Biden's president. And you can see the party already moving right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you already see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's sure. that's yeah. a natural thing. Yeah. My worry is people are always worried about, oh, the party's going to be taken over. It's not. Here's what's going to happen. It's what happened last year. If you saw it last couple of years, a bunch of people from the left came into the party. Some of them are actually libertarians and they stayed. Yeah. Some really weren't. They wanted to make that they wanted to make a better Democratic Party because they were afraid of Trump. Right. And those people left. The same thing will happen now. A bunch of people from the right will come in. And some are actual libertarians and they'll stay. Oh, yeah, for sure. And some, and right. some just want to make a, a Republican light party because they're anti-Trump. Right. Which and those people will eventually too. leave. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, they'll yeah. leave. I'm fine bringing them in. Most will leave. Some will stay. Yeah. I'll take whatever I can get. That's the reality of what I believe our party is. I look at my own state party. My state is a blue state. Yeah. My, my libertarian party leans right. But you go to Oklahoma, it's a red state. Libertarian Party leans left. Well, see, I mean, from what I could tell right now, the LP party in PA is still left, leaning left, leaning a little bit. I can't, but I can't get a get, like. I'll say this much: the Bucks County LP in PA is for sure left leaning. But Bucks but County's a red right county. It's not. Really? It's a, Last time oh, I was it's in blue Bucks County, it was a. It was a, it was a red county. It, it lost and it, lo it went blue in 2016 and 20. Ah, uh, okay. So for me, it's no. I haven't been in Bucks County since yeah. 2000. Um, yeah. So it's it's yeah. That makes sense. It probably was red. I mean, I was still a New Yorker back then. But yeah, from what I talked to my wife and stuff, yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah. So it's so, but but now in the Bucks County, I'm no. A lot of me and a lot of Mises guys are like slowly coming in that, and like there's more of us than them now. So mm -hmm. you are, I do under you are right. I do see that yeah. pattern. It tends to happen, and it's not a hundred percent rule. It really isn't a hundred percent rule, but it's a good seventy percent rule, eighty percent rule. Generally, you'll see it happen often. Where where we tend to be against the people who are oppressing us. Yeah. So we tend to lean the opposite of them. And doesn't mean that we become the opposite, but that's where the leaning goes. You are always going to find left and right leaning libertarians as a general rule. Again, a good general rule. You know if someone's a left-leaning libertarian if they focus on social issues, yes. and they're right-leaning libertarian if they focus on economic issues. Mm. Generally speaking, Interesting. right? Again, it's a general rule. If you right. focus on economics, right. Right, right, you're right. probably a right-leaning libertarian. If you focus on social issues, you're probably a left-leaning libertarian. See, that's that's interesting because, like, obviously, I'm, I'm a Mises Caucus guy, so I guess I would be a right-leaning libertarian. But like, when you say that, it's like. I, just, I don't know, because like, I, I associate other things with them. I'm like, yeah, but I don't agree with that either. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, no, no. It doesn't mean you only. It means where do you focus? Yeah, no, I know. No, even right. when I take those uh, charts, I fall like to the Friedman side of like the economic libertarian side all the time. Yeah. I always fall that yeah. side. I always do because Absolutely. I, because I, again, it's not like I don't, I, of course, I care about like uh, rights and all that stuff, but I'm like, I also, but the bigger issue to me is like the, the government fucks up rights. So if we get rid of that, that will be easier. And that's always what I try to – that's why I think I my brain goes to all the fucking time. Yes. Because I'm like, no, it's the fucking money and the fuck <coughs> the fact that they're always getting involved in shit that shouldn't be. It's making the, the socialness harder between us because of them. And if we get rid of that, this is easier. Stop focusing well, on you, that. That's what I think I do in my what brain. You, <laughs> what, no, but you just did it right, right? It doesn't mean that a right libertarian doesn't care about socials. Of course they do. But most right-leaning libertarians think that the economic – pieces is how you make the social that's, stuff that's better exactly what i'm that's exactly what i think that's exactly yes. yeah, that's, that's why it makes sense that's why every yes. every single fucking chart i'm like oh right right uh economics economic libertarian economic yes. libertarian, economic libertarian. <laughs> Absolutely. Time, yeah. it's very common again not 100 rule but it's a good general yeah, and the yeah. left tends to go no no social first and the rest will come right right they but we we tend to agree overall that Government bad, monopoly bad, right. right control bad. It's just where do we focus? That's and that's why you rarely see me debate. I just don't debate libertarians because the reality of it is we almost always agree on eighty to ninety percent of what we're talking about. It's it, am I going to fight to the death over five percent <laughs> of something? I'm just not going to do it. No, we're the right? worst. We're the worst with each other. Like the, one of my favorite memes, I saved it in my phone because it's really funny, and it's it's a it's a scene from Futurama, and it's 
It's Professor Farnsworth, and it's him and a bunch of other scientists, like this big science meeting. And and it's just two clips. Of, it's just two parts of a meme. It's one. And the first picture is him yelling at the other scientists going, don't listen to that crackpot. He's crazy. And the other scientists yelling back, but I'm agreeing with you. And on top of it is libertarians <laughs> arguing with libertarians. <laughs> yes. And like, that is exactly us. It's like, yes. you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, that's your, you're a fucking Nazi. It's like, it's like, you're a fucking commie. It's like, we're arguing over the same exact, we're agreeing with the same exact thing though. It's like, yes. <laughs> but yes. we're just calling each other fucking Nazis and commies. Yes. But we're agreeing. It's fucking so stupid. <laughs> well, it's, it's like, we're, 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 we're mad because, you know, how fast do you want to dismantle the Fed? I want to dismantle it in six months. You want to dismantle it in nine months. You're evil. What? Yeah. Yeah. We're both saying we're going in the same direction. You want to go nine months, I want to go six, and now I'm evil? Yeah. And that's where we wind up doing. So you rarely see me d- debate a libertarian. It's just very rare that I ever, I do that. I, I almost feel and like we I do also, that. Sorry, I won't yeah. hate other people. No, I know you one don't. Of the reasons, one of the reasons why so many caucuses don't like me is because I won't hate the other. I know. It's stupid, they though. really want me to hate the that's other, stupid. and I won't no do one, it. No one should make so you do So I that. rarely get supported by, by any of the caucuses hey, because I, yeah. I won't hate. It's not like – I say hate a lot, but, like, I don't really hate people. It's just it's just, it's just a word. But, like, uh, no, Starwalk, like, he is a fucking asshole. Like, it's not, I don't hate him, but I, I don't like him. Like, I do think he's an asshole. I don't like the guy. I don't think he's good for the party. I don't think he's good for the cause. That is true. Hate – I don't hate him. Like, you know, but like uh, – But l- let me try to defend some of the people on the left who get mad at the M- at the Mises caucus. Let me defend a little bit. And, uh, and, right. and I'll, <laughs> I will. I'm going to try to defend them a little bit. And and the reason – don't get me wrong. They crap on me all the time because I'm, I, I talk to Heist and I'm on – and, and I'm on so the. I'm, by the way, I defend you so much on Twitter on that shit. Just just for the record. Thank Go you. On. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, they shit on me all the time. I, I know they do. Um, But I'm still – I don't think that most of them actually have bad intentions for the party. They actually are afraid that too many alt-writers will come into the party and that it will scar us for the future. And I get why they mean that, because I felt some of it too. A lot of people who are on the left, not in our party, meaning outside, Democrat, progressive, they believe that libertarians are just hardcore Republicans, hardcore conservatives. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's... (laughs) <laughs> and it's not accurate. It's not accurate at all. But they believe that. So the people on the left are worried that if we bring too many alt-writers in or anyone who is right, that they, that we're going to perpetuate that stereotype and that will hurt the party. That is where their heads are. And I said, OK. And I tell them this. OK, if you believe that, maybe you're right. Here's my response. Then out-recruit them. Right. If you think that the Mises caucus is so evil and so bad – and they're going to destroy our, our reputation for the next 20 years. Okay, yelling at them is not helpful. Calling them names is not helpful. Chopping us up in half is not helpful, so we're going to get another boring camp, another boring president campaign next time. But a better answer is out-recruit them. How about that? Go out there and bring the left in. And what I constantly hear is, well, we can't do that. Yeah, but then they're doing their job. You do yours. You know what I hate? I hate lot. It's just they lie. It's it's just straight lie. Like because I know a lot of I'm friends with a lot of Mises Caucus guys. You know who we all shit on just as much as we do the left? Oh, right, guys. Like yep. none of us like them. Like this fucking lie that's going around. That like yeah, you might get a few all right guys in Mises Caucus. And you have a few fucking far left, crazy left people on the fucking left side of the Libertarian Party too. No one's saying shit about them, 100%. and they're just as fucking bad. But like every person I know is in the Mises Caucus. Like everyone, they're like fuck those guys. Like, they're not helping. They're hurting yep. us just as much as anybody else is, and they're fucking evil. Get them the fuck out of here. Everyone I talk to, every single fucking person. So I just, I hate the fucking just, that they just get to throw that lie out there on it's without fucking evidence. Just go, oh, they have a lot how of outriders, and we, go, we fucking hate them. We're talking about How many times have you seen people blatantly lie about me online? All the that's time. Why, that's why I'm constantly getting in fights online. <laughs> all the time. And I, you know, it is what it is. All the time. I've literally been called a white supremacist more than once. Yeah, it's, I know. It's. Yes. Yeah. Me. 
I if anybody doesn't know, you're black. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> yeah. I didn't figure it out. I'm black, yes, yeah, I know. It's important if you look to know at the media, this. whenever I get media, it's always Larry Sharp, African-American this. Larry Sharp, black businessman. That's on every, that's my Wikipedia page. I mean, everywhere, my blackness is out well, there, everywhere. I mean, listen, even to bring it to comedy real quick, like, uh, you know, like, uh, I'm fans like Legion of Skanks guys and all that stuff, and you know, obviously, I'm a guest digital and uh, and all, and I'm yep. friends. With, I'm friends with a lot of those guys and stuff like that. And and you know, it's funny. It's like every time you see uh, some some comedy blogger calling them racist, it's like racist podcast comedy owner Luis J Gomez. It's like really, <laughs> what are we doing here? White supremacist Luis J Gomez and Jay Okerson and Dave Smith, the Jews. Like you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like what are we? Do? You're just you're just saying words yes. just to say words. They mean nothing. They mean yep. nothing. And yeah. It's like it's like you're diminishing actual evil and actual fucking violence by calling Louis J. Gomez a white supremacist podcast yes. owner. <laughs> and, and my point it's is, like- if you're going to take the time and energy to do that, okay, take that same time and energy yeah. and recruit. Right. It- take that same time and energy and recruit. If the Mises caucus is so bad, okay, they're bad, horrible people. I got you. Great. Then go recruit more people. Stop trying to stunt our growth or hurt the people. Recruit more people over then. Or better, join the caucus and change it. Yeah. Oh, another another lie that How I got. That? Another lie just got thrown my way was uh you, we have no women in the Mises caucus. I was like, there's none women. In the Mises Caucus. I, what are you talking about? I, I literally got a phone call from one of them yesterday. <laughs> I know. Literally. It's crazy. Yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yes. There's just lies. Of zero. But like this is stuff you could just, with one Google search, look up. And they won't. They'll just go, you guys are just a bunch of dudes. And it's like, well, <laughs> in my group chat on Facebook alone, there's like, out of 30 of us, there's like fucking 12 women. So yep. it's almost half. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So sorry it's not half. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. But there's 12 out of 30 is fucking chicks. So is that's that not good. I, I, I would love to have 12. I would love to have 12 out of 30 in everything. If we had 40% women everywhere we went, we'd be rocking and rolling. So it's just what I'm saying. It's just these unfucking precedented lies you get thrown around. Um, but again, I want to bring it back to you. I know I asked you last time, but. Uh, your plans for running again, or even running for again, vice president of the Libertarian Party again, or even running for you know whatever in the LP, uh, anything in the LP, or just New York, or like what are your plans for the next four to six years? People always ask me, you know, Larry, why don't you run for something local, or why don't you run for senator, or why don't you run for congressman, or whatever? Those don't attract me at all. I don't want to run to win. Does it does it matter, right? Oh, I won and I won something. I want to be able to make impact. I already, ha- I already have a job and I already work and I already make money. In fact, if I if I got a job as like a a local assemblyman, I'd probably make less money. Like I oh, yeah. work harder and make less money. So <laughs> yeah. why would I why would I do that, right? Plus, then I'll have some voting record that they'll use against me, so I can never do anything ever again because mm-hmm. they'll do shitty bills and make me vote one way or the other, so they keep me in vote hostage. So why would I do that? Plus, I'm an executive. That's who I am. That's what I do. So I'd only I'd only run for probably an executive position. Which is why I would consider running for governor again. I know New York very well. I've tra- right. I still travel it every year, so I would consider you know doing that again for New York. And I'll make a decision when I come back from Freedom Fest. I'm doing Freedom Fest in South Dakota uh, in July, and I'll come back. So I'll I'll announce uh, one way or the other in August. Yeah, I want if to I- uh, go to that because a lot of people are going to that. But yes, if if I run out, I'll, I'll do that. If I don't run for if I run for governor, then I'll announce and I'll start rocking and rolling. If I don't run for governor, I'll say who I think should be the nominee and I'll support that person. If I don't run for governor, I am still open. Whether I run or not for governor, uh, I'm still open to the idea of being the VP in 2024. The only way I'd run for president in 2024 is if I happen to be the most popular libertarian out there. And I doubt that's going to be true. I think they're going to be much more powerful and aggressive and va- and and, and viable yeah. candidates for us. I don't know. I think you, I don't know. I think you're you're being very humble. You are one of the, the most well-respected libertarians I know of, easily within the party. That's true. I'm talking outside the party. Yeah, but no one respects us outside the party. <laughs> well, no, but we have people. For for example, someone like Justin Amash, who yeah, okay, you know, is sure. more well known. If he stays in the party, he can raise more money than I can raise. Sure. He's more, he has more more gravitas than I have outside the party. 
So I'm not concerned about getting libertarians to vote for us. I want non-libertarians to vote for us. So I want a presidential candidate that could make that happen and make impact. If someone like him or anybody else who would, I would hope join soon, not join three months before the convention and try to become our president nominee, but hopefully join soon and become more libertarian, I'd be happy to get behind that person as a VP slot. Happy to. Would you, are you interested in, excuse me, running into anything like the Libertarian Party itself? Like any position in the Libertarian Party, like fucking attorney general, treasurer, any of that stuff? Like, you know, like chair? No, I I would only run for a chair if I thought I could, uh, if I had enough passive income to where I could do it full time. Mm. Because the problem is, the 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 chair is to do the chair well. It's a full time job. Oh yeah, well that's Michael Heiss's whole thing. Yes, it's a full time job. Um, and so I'd have to be able to make enough money, passive income, to keep my family, you know, fed while I would do that. And right now, I just don't, I have to still work for a living right now. If that makes any sense, right? I've got to work for a living to make cash. If I had enough passive income, I would do it. If that if that came with a salary, I would do it. Right. Or if I could or if I could legally raise money from it and take a cut, that's not legal. I can't do that. But if I could do that, then I would do it. Right. Right. But there has to be a way that I could, you know, do it full time. Otherwise, it's not about my personal view on on the national chair and and the whole national party right now. Just get us 50 state ballot access every four years. And I'm happy. Right. The rest. I don't really care. I don't care what else you do. Just get us ballot access. That's That's, what you're good at. Please keep doing that. The rest, I don't care. But if we had a full-time chair, then we'd be on TV. Then we'd be doing this stuff. Then we'd be having impact. But I, we don't have man, I think you'd be great at that, too. I think, I mean, you, oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Sarwalk was it for so goddamn long. And you could do it. And you'd be so much better than him. Uh, I would do it. I would if yeah, I, if, I know. but it's again, just, I, I have a family. I know. It's, that's, it's hard. I know. It's, just, it's hard. And that's, that's why I think I, the other thing is unfair, too. I don't why people are mad at Heiss. Heiss is doing the right thing. And he's doing it openly. I'm not mad. People are like he's just trying to make money from the from it. Yes. Yes. And so he can do it full time. Right. And that's that's the annoying. That's again, yes. part of it goes back to the lies. And that's why I was saying that we had a guy who's part of the Bucks County Libertarian Party kind of pop off on Facebook a month ago about Austin Michael Heiss. And I was like, hey, man, do you think I'm not going to address that next meeting? Like, I'm totally going to call you out, dude. Like, like he just straight up lied. He was just like. Michael Heiss is stealing money from them. Like, well, we know where it goes because we see it. Yes. So, no, he's not. <laughs> right. And then, like, you're just lying. Like, you're just lying. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I know you, so I'm gonna fucking call you out. Like, yes. <laughs> like, I, I, get a I don't know why people one, are mad like- <laughs> at all about this, right? You should. We should. It, what I say all the time is, is people get upset with me and they go, Larry, you know, the the, the Mises Caucus is growing and getting strong. I'm like, I know. Copy them. Yeah. Copy them. Stop being mad at them. Copy them. It's like, what, what? yeah. You know, it goes back to like, uh, beep speech with better speech. Well, if we're so bad, yes. then beat us, Ben. Then if our yes. ideas are so bad in, in Libertarian Party, if our if our Libertarian ideas are so bad, then why aren't you bigger in the party? Why aren't you making more waves? Why aren't you guys getting more uh on yes. more podcasts on more coverage? Why? Why yes. am I seeing fucking Dave Smith? You. Fucking yep. Tom Woods, Scott Horton, P. Quinones, at a much lesser degree myself, <laughs> on, yes. on all these podcasts, talk spreading the word, and not fucking all these other lefty libertarians or or even middle rural libertarians who are, who are just talking shit, or even other right leaning libertarians who are talking shit. Like, well, where are you guys then? I'm I'm with you. I'm you just know? saying copy. Yeah, absolutely. It, I it, I would I would love if there was a battle. To see who could fill the fill our coffers more. What a great battle that would be. <laughs> could you imagine if we had three or four packs within our party that actually raised money and had full time chairs, well, full time executive that's directors? That's what makes it unfair for the other two fucking parties. That'd be amazing. Is they just get to do that all the time? Yes. With, with tax dollar money, also probably I'm assuming, right? You would know more Absolutely. than that than I do. Okay. Yep. So good. Thing I, all right. Good. <laughs> that and and privately raise money, right? Yes. So Absolutely. so they so they're they're having a full time, probably high salary position between tax and private income. The 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 DNC chair or RNC chair, they all make six figures. They That's make six fucking, figures. That's a fucking. 
Of now, course. Anybody, hey, Jess, it's you a full-time hey, job. You're, 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 you're for uh, money out of politics, right? Yeah. Because my producer, he's a, what would you consider yourself? Probably left-leaning. Yeah, right? Bernie. Bernie. Uh, Bernie's a supporter. Bernie, Bernie guy. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Everyone could agree we fucking all want money out of politics. Correct. And if you say otherwise, yes. you're a fucking status. <laughs> yes. I agree. Yes. <laughs> otherwise, you're a it fucking doesn't status. matter left or right. You don't want money running the, the, exactly. the show. Exactly. Everybody. That's what I'm saying. That's why I like having him here. Yeah, get, <laughs> yes. Get rid of Citizens United. I don't know how you're going to do that, but we got to figure a way. <laughs> no, he's right. That's yeah. definitely a problem. No, yeah, right. Sure. That's but, one of the biggest issues. But, 100%. How, but how? But you're also how? How do we do it? Yeah. You, you do it by attacking the concept of personhood. That's how you do it, or right? In, in reality, the, the way you do it is by attacking the concept of personhood. The idea that is a entity, a person, if you say yes, great, then guess what? You can't audit a company because a company then is a person, therefore it has Fifth Amendment rights. Right. It doesn't have to discriminate. It doesn't have to you know, say anything that might incriminate itself. It doesn't have to do that. So all, not just that, it has Second Amendment rights. That means it can own guns. Right. It has First Amendment rights. It can vote. It can do all those things. So the idea is you challenge what it means to be a person. If you challenge it effectively, you make an entity not a person. And once it's not a person, it doesn't get free speech. So they've given it free speech and nothing else. It is now an improved person. It's a sociopathic citizen. That's a problem. Interesting. That, that's I mean, how yeah, you fix it. That, okay, that's interesting. That's that's fucking so hard though. It is when you have all the powers of be stopping it. <laughs> if you try to, but if, but if you had, which is why I like the idea of being an executive. If you have an executive, you can literally create executive orders that will be challenged on purpose by the court, so they must deal with it. Right. So right. So if I, if if I'm if I'm the governor, I can make an executive order in New York State. Corporations are not people. That's blatantly unconstitutional. I know it is. So what you have to break it down. So now I have to have the argument. So I create the argument because I'm an executive. Now people hear it. Now it becomes an argument. That's why an executive is so important. Executives have to stand for these things. Imagine if President if President Biden said corporations aren't people. That's stupid. I make an executive order saying that's not true. It would have to go through the courts. Right. That's the point. Right. That's how you challenge it. You can't challenge it saying the courts were wrong. That doesn't work. Your 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 producer's correct. That does not work. But right. if you say this thing is a thing that must be challenged, and if the Supreme Court doesn't see it, then it's just right. It's wow, it's kind of fascinating. Yes. And why that's why I always talk about being executive. <laughs> a congressman isn't gonna do it. An executive can. Okay. That's how you fix it. So it is fixable. You know me by now, Adam. No, there's a problem. I already got a plan for it. No, I know. You really are I got a plan for Johnny on the spot with every every question I have. I'm like, how do we do this? And you're like, oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already got a plan for this. That's my. That's the reason why I have the popularity that I have, which obviously isn't great, but within the party it is, is because I actually have policies. I create policies for everything. I talk about how to fix things. When the left attacks me, I give them a policy. When the right attacks me, I give them a policy. They talk rhetoric. I right. get policy, and they go, "Oh, that actually makes sense, huh?" Yeah, but they don't okay. like that because they just want to talk about emotions and feelings and not actual what could fix things and not fix things. And but what winds up happening is they don't hate me, and if they don't hate me, they might vote for me, and that's what I want, right? I would love everyone to be libertarian. That'd be amazing. Right. But I'll handle them staying independent or Democrat or Republican, but just vote for us once in a while. I'll take that. <laughs> right. I mean, you, you, you do see, like, especially this last election, like, small, like, especially Pennsylvania, I know, I think, uh, some libertarians want some small stuff, but it's, yep. like, it's, it's just, it's just always that, which I guess it's better than nothing, and that's a start, and that's yep. how you fucking start, like, I know, uh, a lot of weed deregulations going on around Pennsylvania now from the small courts, uh, small counties and stuff, just from the, actually, the Mises Caucus, uh, fucking Michael Heiss's thing that he wrote, mm -hmm. uh, for, uh, Norristown. And then there we you, go. you can pretty much just copy and paste what he wrote to his local city council and just fill in your town. And it's kind of like the same thing because it, it, it's, it's just laid out there. And, Imagine yeah. if we had two or three packs like that. Yeah. Maybe be... a right leaning pack would focus, for example, on more economic right. issues. Maybe a left leaning pack focus, focuses more on social issues. And we were able to write those things up, send them out to all the local affiliates and say, there's your template. 
modify that, send that in to your congressman. Modify that and send that in as an op-ed to your local newspaper. Modify that. That's what the right does. That's what the left yeah. does. They do exactly that. We don't. We should be doing that. I agree. Uh, yes. We can end it there. I think that I was, we covered a lot of shit. There we go. <laughs> we covered I love it. a lot of stuff. Um, Larry, please tell everybody where they can find you and your f- amazing podcast that I've been on a bunch and you guys should go watch that. <laughs> Absolutely. It's called the sharp way. Just Google the sharp way. It's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. It's on everything. It's on all the things, the sharp way. It's on almost every night, usually around 7 PM it's live. So if you want to you know, come on board, happy to have you on board, talk about different issues and stuff, reaction videos, interviews, whatever the hell I'm doing nowadays, all good. And that's sharp with an E at the end. And the E stands for entertaining. <laughs> I can vouch that is true. Uh, again, a lot, he also has a lot, a lot of great guests and a lot of other good comics like Chrissy Mar has been on your show a bunch and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and my, like I said, myself, uh, Lou, Perez, Lou Perez has been on, right? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. A Absolutely. lot of other great comics. So go check out Larry. Ryan Shrek's Long's podcast. been on. Too. Oh, yeah, Ryan Long's been on. That's right. Uh, a lot of good comics on that show. A lot of other good guests and non-comics too on on uh, that Larry has. So go check out his show and all of his stuff. Uh, you guys can follow me at Adam Nutter on Twitter and Instagram. At Adam Nutter Comedy on uh, Facebook and TikTok. Again, uh, April 8th, I will be at Nazim's in Egg Harbor Township, Jersey, doing some stand-up. And I think come summertime, we'll be doing way more road gigs with uh, possibly some other great comics that you guys know of. So check me out. All my social media for that coming up. And, yeah, that's it. So, guys, tune in for next episode. And thank you, Larry, once again. Oh, you have a Cult of Us hoodie coming in the mail next week. You have a new oh, one. Oh, excellent. Good, good. Thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dark one, though, it's right? Black. Awesome. That's the one I want. Love it. All right. uh, Thank you, sir. And everybody, we will be back next week. Peace. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.